Greetings, Sony ponies and X-Bots. Welcome back to Hatsune Miku's Crack House, episode 33. I'm your host, as always, Sam Kingman. And join me as my best friend and co-host, Miles J. Miles, you like animals, right? Uh, for sex or for food or like, what? Like pets. Like pets. You like pets, right? All of the above, yes. Like dogs? <laughs> Big fan of all of the above, yes. Yeah, me, me too, me too, me too. I want a fucking dog in the ass! That's <laughs> a Blink-182 reference. Anyways, uh, yeah, I like dogs. Sam and Miles go to, Sam and Miles go to China to fuck dogs. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's our, that is our Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Sam and Miles, Miles go to China Sam to fuck and Miles dogs. Sam and Miles go to China to fuck a dog. <laughs> to fuck one specific dog. Yeah, just, just one, just one. <laughs> a dog named Bento. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's a Japanese word. But. It's alright, we can't escape our fucking weeby shit. I, I asked this I asked this question because I had a moment and this was this was a moment that happened a few months ago, but I was just recently reminded of it. And, and it's just an example of one it's just one of let me rephrase it, one of many examples of me just being completely culturally just unaware of what's happening around me. <laughs> Obviously, you've lived in a suburban neighborhood, right? Like, you've taken walks around an area in which houses are, there are houses, families live in them, families with pets live in them, right? Yeah, of course. I, I ran into a dog today, actually, on a walk. Oh, great. So this is, this is a perfectly timed story. And when you're walking around, you see some of these houses, sometimes on their fences or on their yard, you might see a sign that says, beware the dog. Are you familiar with these signs? Yes, of course. Why are you talking like a comedian? I just like, you sound like Jerry Seinfeld right now. For, for, I, I, I'm talking like this because for 22 years, I thought that was a genuine fucking warning and not a joke. It never crossed my mind that it was a fucking bit in the slightest. It's <laughs> like, oh, because I always because because it flashes back to when I was really, really young before I even moved to the house I'm currently podcasting from right now. This was like when I was like five, six, or seven years old, there was someone I was, like, mutuals with that was, like, friends-of-friends situation. I went over to his house a couple times, and he had this big, scary fucking German Shepherd, and they had a Beware the Dog sign out. And that thing was fucking always caged up, like, when when we were over. It was just big, and it was fucking scary, and I didn't like it. So I I just assumed that every time I saw a Beware the Dog sign, I was like, that's a fucking warning to people. It's like, hey, do not fuck with this house. We have a dog. It has fucking bitten people and it will fucking bite you too. It will it will grab your fucking balls and rip them off your fucking body. Beware the damn dog. And it wasn't until I just so happened to be delivering to a house. And I saw that they had aboard the dog sign. And what comes up to the door? Some fucking little piece of shit dog that's no, no bigger than the size of my ankle. And I'm like, oh, it's a bit. It's a fucking joke. It's a gag. All these are bits. This isn't a real warning. This isn't some government-sanctioned nonsense. It's people making, making fun of like, oh, yeah, look how scary my dog is. But when you grow up in a household with no pets and you have no, no immediate family members with pets... This is what this is what that does to your brain. This is your brain on no animals. That's that's what I'm on right now. <laughs> what zero animal does to an MFR. Yep. <laughs> uh I actually I saw a strange sign on my walk today. Um uh, people may already know I'm still in Florida um because currently speaking the war has been going on for 3 weeks <laughs> now. Got. Uh and and reconstruction efforts 
Um, the the reconstruction efforts, there is no news of that. So I don't know when I'll be able to go home. Um, but for now, I, I'm really enjoying my time in Florida. I'm going on walks um, with my mom uh, and I'm going to, you know, restaurants and stuff. It's been really nice. But yeah, I saw I saw a sign it, uh, from our I don't know what you'd call it, but basically the house that is behind us, directly behind us. Because oh, okay. Florida, yeah. Florida sub, uh, subdivisions are weird, where there's not, like, trees as a partition or anything like that. Like, houses just, like, your driveway could be in front of someone else's driveway, but your driveway is in the back of your house, and so is theirs. So the backs yeah, of your we have houses, a couple of those kinds of houses here. The backs of your houses are facing each other. It's like it's like they're mooning each other, you know. Like that's how that <laughs> yeah. is. So yeah. So I saw on their lawn it said it had a, a pic, like it had one of those pick up after your dog signs, but it 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 said no pee or poop zone. <laughs> and and I, I wanted to take a photo of it and just like post it in random discords to be like, guys, I'm sorry, it's bad. I'm sorry, we're done, we're done. <laughs> we're done, dude. We, it's Man, over. I hate the Discord mods. This is nothing but a dictatorship. No pee and no poop zone. Yeah, Fuck no pee shit. and no poop allowed ever again. Yeah, what, it, what, are, you gonna t- what are you gonna tell me next? That I, can, that, I can, that I can't jerk off, that I can't eat? That I can't groom a 13-year-old girl? <laughs> Are you crazy? Speaking of 13-year-old girls, funny story. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Where about, is this uh, going? T- talking about, talking about, uh, th- this is a story uh, talking about thinking before you speak uh, <laughs> and how, why you should do it. I was, uh, I was on, I was on uh, Reddit. Um, I've been on Reddit for over a year, mostly a lurker, but I've started to comment more and more. I've started getting comfortable with the culture, with the culture of neck beard hellhole. Bro, I was about to say this isn't a good thing. No, it, it it's 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 not. I'm diving deeper into fucking madness, but you know it is it is what it is. And I was on the uh, and I was on the shit post crusaders subreddit. And lots of fun memes there. And someone posted a a picture of from their local newspaper of sections where people can send in like drawings and stuff people can send in black and white drawings and, and abby age 13 sent in a photo of cacuin and it was a really cute looking photo of cacuin she did a great job so then the, so all the top comments are like damn i'm 15 i'm not that fucking good at fucking art holy shit and then i was like i'm i'm 18 and i'm not i'm 20 and i'm like i'm 23 and she could beat me and everyone's like that's illegal <laughs> i'm like yeah maybe i should have specified in an art competition you know man you sound like our current president jeffrey epstein's brain well hey hey man when hey man <laughs> a president has a lot of influence dude look what happened last time now that Jeffrey Epstein's brain a robot suit's president, there's pedophiles everywhere. Yeah, no, they're all they're all coming out of the woodwork. It turns out every every Discord uh, creator. Actually, did you hear about this? There was apparently someone found out via something hacking, probably that literally okay. every Discord like staff member was without fail a furry. All of them, <laughs> and. And I think they also discovered that that there was like a known server for what's called cubs, and you can guess what a fucking cub is. And apparently, like they they didn't crack down on it because like that's that's, that's their, their shit. That's their shit. That's their territory. <laughs> yeah, no, the internet's a hellhole. I've been watching a lot of these like internet exploration-y kind of videos where it's like, oh, yeah, here's you sent me a couple of those. Yeah, here's a strange mystery. Here's like whatever. 
Um, and I've discovered only one of them is good, <laughs> and it's Atrocity Guide. And it's because yeah. Atrocity Guide doesn't doesn't read like a monosyllabic ape. Her her reading style is very professional. She's got like a good like reporter kind of voice, but it's very soft spoken. Whereas like I sent you like I think Nexpo and and Nexpo, yeah something like that yeah Nexpo's videos were like. It happened on September 27th. This happened on September 27th, but it turns out that the dates did not correlate. It's September 26th was the actual date of of this event. That, no, there there is he read a, an excerpt from something and he said they were treating their employees like cattle and <laughs> <laughs> and he meant cattle yeah. as in cows. Yeah. Yeah. But it read a C A D D U L L. Yeah. It's like I love when you do that voice because it immediately reminds me of the the blame it on George voice, which I'm convinced is a robot. Because uh, no, no, you know what I'm talking about, right? No, this is the guy who goes number fifteen Burger oh, yeah, King that foot guy. lettuce. That's him. If I were to see that in my house, I would immediately stomp it into a brown stain on the floor. <laughs> you know that 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 meme inch, or that I remember I saw a clip of. It was like one of those like Baka Mitai like voice uh or like the the picture auto video. I don't know what the fuck the tech is called for that. Um Close but you know where, where someone Yeah, yeah, it's like where someone takes a photo of something and and matches that photo to like a video and then the the photo's able to match the the lip movements of the of the video. Oh, it's yeah, like this that janky app, meme. Yeah. And yeah, one. yeah, that that whatever that was. The first one I saw was one of fucking Yandere Dev. And let me tell you, that shit looks so good. I was like, this is fucking nuts. I thought it was real for like the first 48 no, hours. I did I'm too. like, this video is incredible. I did too. But but it also has something to do with the fact that he, he has the face of a Muppet. So it's perfect. Yes, when something, exactly. When something manipulates his mouth. Because that's yeah, what a Muppet the, the, does. And also, like, just the photos we have of him online are, like, these perfect mug shots, like a perfect profile <laughs> view. The side view, yeah. Yeah, of his, of his huge fucking schnauzer and, like, a perfect, like, head-on fucking view. That's why I think it, it looks so good, but it was just, like, number 15, burger thing foot lettuce. Can I pay with Reddit karma? It's, like, such a good fucking... <laughs> It's yeah. such a good fucking video. Burger feet with lettuce. Burger King foot lettuce. <laughs> Uh, can I play with Reddit Karma? <laughs> can I play with Reddit Karma? Wings <laughs> <laughs> of Redemption runs away from the police. Cops! <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to see Yandere Dev fleeing the cops. That's what I want to see. <laughs> he, would, he runs can like Kermit. Bring... He, he runs yeah, like can... Kermit where he's like, with his arms <laughs> up in the air, <laughs> swinging back and can, forth. Can we? All right. So I know, I know police are very controversial, but let's bring back cops <laughs> the show the, the show cops yes. that's yeah. yes the show cops let's bring it back it's not been gone too long so people won't remember it's gone yeah and they'll be like oh yeah cops yeah i fucking dude i fucking love cops growing up man that show fucking rule dude but it, it's gotta be it's gotta be called um it's called reddit cops this time yeah i want cops but for like internet crime yeah like people committing internet sins so like like the cops show up at the door of someone karma whoring you know, yeah. and they tackle him to the ground. Yeah, that's good. That's a good show. Get your fucking <laughs> yeah. Get your hands off the keyboard. <laughs> Put down the pizza roll and step outside now. Get out of the racer chair immediately with your hands in the air. <laughs> you can, you're gonna have to pay bail. Can I pay bail in Twitch bits?
Can I play Bale? Can I pay Bale in Bitcoin? Can I can I pay Bale in Twitch bits? I was about to spend them on Alinity, but I guess I could save them for this instance. <laughs> oh no, that we have to have a, a simping division. Cops going to arrest simps. Yeah, that's perfect. That's us, dude. We're, we, dude, we need to write a buddy cop where it, it's it's us, the simp division. Yeah, the it's S-I-M-P. like all right, so it's not Dom and Simp. It's not going to be Dom and Sub. S I M P is perfect. That's the. Uh, well, obviously, S stands for simp. Sin, yeah. So, well, it'll be sin, simp, um, simp, simp it, it'll be yeah. international. The I is international. The P is police. Yeah. What is the S and what is the the M? And and we are yeah we are the um we're the simp police the simp patrol. Oh, that's yeah. the P patrol. Patrol. Yeah. Yeah. Patrol. Um, superior international um men patrol. Yeah. <laughs> that's us. Yeah. That's us. Uh, at, well, S has got to be, like, an inferior, like, um, so it's, like, um, sycophantic. Yeah. <laughs> Sycoph- the sycophantic international, international men's, men's patrol. International men's patrol, yeah. No, it's, uh, sycophant's, uh, sycophant incel and map patrol. Oh, great, dude! Oh, my God! So, we, we bust, dude. we bust simps, we bust, uh, incels. And we bust pedophiles and our president. Yep, that's us. Yeah, that, that's us. No, no, that's not us. That's sus. Yeah, no, that, that's that's all the the cop dialogue. So it'll be like we're we're at like a crime scene. There's like a, a like a, a chalk outline of yeah. of, of like Pokemane, and it's like <laughs> apparently the uh, seems that our our suspect today spent uh, over five hundred thousand Twitch bits on Pokemane, and when she didn't thank him by name, he kidnapped her. What do you think, Sam? I think that's pretty sus. Pretty sus. <laughs> now I want to know. So, so between the two of us in this buddy cop, usually there's like like a good cop, bad cop, or like serious cop, like lighthearted cop. Who who's who's who? So if we're going good we can, cop, it could go either way. If we're going good cop, bad cop, I think you are bad cop and I'm good cop. But if we're going serial, yeah. serious and light versus lighthearted cop, I think I might be serious cop. Yeah, I'm definitely more lighthearted. I, I, I'm definitely, uh, I, I'm definitely the uh, the 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 Finn to the uh, the partner for Finn in, in Law and Order SVU. I forgot his name. I don't know. Uh, I'm Ice T because all Ice T does is just comment on how horrible the the situation is. Yeah. Are you are you saying that this simp here was trying to donate in the hopes of getting some DMs? Dude, this is literally how he speaks in the fucking show. Oh no, it's I know, like I, that's I'm aware. Spot on. <laughs> are you saying that donation was not to support the streamer, but instead to get into her DMs? That's messed up. <laughs> yeah, man, that's messed up. Why didn't he just spend that money on a prostitute, man? That's a real line from the show, I think, about the, on the sipping on the on the yeah. incel episode. the the best The best part of that is going to be like, whenever we arrest them, pick up the handcuffs, we we cuff them, and we go, "Hey, you dropped this, King." This is if if we ever if we ever escape the eternal damnation that is the current pandemic. Let's make this short film a reality. Oh, please, let's yeah. really I'll, let's film I'll come this. to Chicago. I'll make it happen. Oh. Fuck you, dude. This is a great. This is a fucking great bit. Yeah, this is really fucking funny. We both we both come in with sunglasses. Oh, of and, course, yeah. of course. No, and then and it's like, why are you wearing those sunglasses indoors? Because your desperation is almost blinding. I just, I just can't. I just fucking, I just fucking can't, dude.
<laughs> He's I laughing. Can't. This is like the funniest fucking shit I've ever fucking heard in in like months, dude. I haven't thought I haven't thought about something this funny in months, dude. It's 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 gonna be it's gonna be primal. It's gonna be primal. It's so free. It's so free, dude. It's free real estate, bro. It is absolutely free real estate. Oh yeah, no, um, dude, oh here here's here's another one. Here's another one. We we like arrest like uh, we arrest someone who like hasn't paid rent in a while because he spent all of his money like money on Twitch bits on Twitch bits and we go it's amazing you can't pay rent when some bitch is living rent free in your head <laughs> I I I just need these people these people need to go to jail dude oh these no I need to go to here's here's the thing we're we're frequently getting in uh in into like. You know how it's like they'll have the police and then the FBI will come in and they'll be like, well, this is our case now and the police want to investigate. Yeah. Like, we'll get someone there. We'll be like, sorry, but the Thought Patrol is already on the case. And we're like, here's the thing. So the Thought Patrol, their job is to go after the actual streamers, right? But we're the simps. Yeah. We're the simp police. Yeah. The simp patrol. So, like, our job is no, like. No, the P stands for patrol. That would that would be saying the sycophantic incel. It's like saying map pin patrol, number. patrol. It's like or pin ATM number. machine. Exactly. Um, but, but yeah, so it's like. So, so basically, the thought patrol are always coming in, like, well, I think Pokimane's the real criminal. And, like, we're clearing, like, these innocent, you know, like, streamers where it's like, no, they're just doing their jobs. It's the simps that are the criminals, right? Yeah. And so, and I like so we're. The idea of it's like. Pokimane is like under investigation for like embezzling money. It's like no, she really just got all these this money donated to her. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to believe, but like we have it, we have the proof. That's yeah. So Thought Patrol is coming in to audit Pokimane. Pokimane is our client, and she's she's like maybe we're not the cops. police don't maybe, have clients, but okay. Maybe maybe we're not. Cops. Are we private maybe eyes? Private eyes? Exactly, private eyes. And we still have the paint. Right. Maybe, um, maybe they. Okay, great. Private investigation. Um, perfect. But yeah, so, so, uh, so Pokimane comes into us, to our office. Oh, but, but this completely changes the, the tone. We have like a 1940s, like, like narration, you know what I mean? Oh, and it's, and, and it's shot in black and white. Exactly. It's shot in black and white. Pokimane comes in and I was like, I knew that dame from a Twitch stream I once saw with AOC on it. Unfortunately, I, I couldn't watch it because H-Bomber guy's stupid f- voice was <laughs> ruined the whole live stream for me. But you know what? This girl was smoking hot. And let me tell you something, she wasn't doing sick, she wasn't, I mean, she was smoking hot, and I ain't talking about the cigarette in her mouth. (laughs) She had legs that went on for miles, like a 24-hour Twitch stream. I don't know, that made no sense. That line makes no fucking sense, but I think we should stick to cops, I'm better with cop tropes. Yeah. Yeah. And also, buddy buddy caps are in, right? No. I can't remember the last- (laughs) Not anymore! (laughs) I think the entirety of the police department is kind of not nobody's a fan of them guys anymore. Oh come on, there's gotta we're, we're I, I bet next year there's gonna be one good buddy cop movie that comes out. Now, let me rephrase that. I bet next year there's gonna be one buddy cop movie that comes out. I don't want to. I don't think it's gonna be good, but I think one's gonna come out. <laughs> Terry Terry Crews and and uh, who who's a white guy? <laughs> name a white guy. Just name anyone. Uh, how, I want someone fat. I want a fat one. Oh, you guy. want a fat one? Uh, Terry Crews and Sam Kingma. And- All right, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a fucking tag team right there, dude. Yeah, dude. Oh my god the the two the two most like the pinnacles of peak performance of masculinity. Exactly. Um, exactly. Exactly. They're the, they're the exactly. simp patrol. Yeah, you're the simp patrol. There you go. Yep. Um. So I I Sam, I have a new enemy <laughs> this week. 
What's it this week? <laughs> I, I'm not surprised. <laughs> what is it? The grass is green, dude. The grass is green. <laughs> um, let me tell you something. My new enemy is alternate reality games. <laughs> ARGs? ARGs are my new enemy. Because... What? Cause like, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> You're so disappointed in me. I can't. <laughs> because this happens once a week. <laughs> I find something I hate. Um, well, no, because like I, I like ARG. I'm, ARG. I'm a simp for ARGs, dude. Like, where regardless of the quality, I'm in for the ride. I'm all about it. I give it my time. It lives rent free in my brain. And then that shit has a husband. And then I, I unsubscribe and I block and I mass report her. I mass report yeah. the ARG when she says I got a husband, right? So, I, the thing I realized about ARGs is that first of all, no one has ever done them right. They always peter out. Because, of course, they go on for 19 fucking years and everyone forgets about them. And these game masters are not game designers, so they don't understand the psychology of people solving these problems. They do these things where, like, all, all the ARG, like, whatevers are like, we want really, like, cool, unique, like, secrets. And I'm like, well, if they have them, you're never going to fucking crack them. That's why it's always, like, garbage in, like... Solve this binary number, or like decode this image, and or like like take this sound bite and turn it into like a phonograph or whatever. You know what I mean? Like yeah, do all like th that's why it's all these things that like people can do at their house with like programs they can download for free. But like people are always like, oh, those are so boring, and it's like, oh well, of course they are because the other alternative is they make something so cryptic people can't fucking solve it, and then the game yeah. has months of lapses where nothing happens, and then the yeah, worst because part there's a fucking box hidden in the middle of the desert in Egypt. Yeah, someone exactly. decided to put the fucking code there to to get into, get into the website. And that, that's the thing. So then the other problem is that all these ARGs are always so super exciting, right? And then, but they're made yeah. by people who aren't storytellers. So, so one of two things happens, right? The ending sucks. Everyone hates it. Yeah. Or it turns out that it was made by a professional storyteller. And the reason it was so good is because it was a fucking ad. It was an advertisement for something. What? How'd you get cucked? How'd you get cucked? Talk to me, dude. I didn't what, get what'd you get this sold? Time. I watched a lot of YouTube this videos. This time? Yeah, I didn't get cucked this time. I, 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 I have been cucked once before because I followed what? an Ronald energy. McDonald, you were behind the secret McDonald's McDouble, McDouble <laughs> RPG the whole time? McNamara. The, Mc, the McNamara RPG. The McNamara um, conspiracy. The McNamara conspiracy. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, no. So I, I followed all these like ARGs. Um, as a teen, and then they would all peter out, and I'd lose interest, and then I'd check back in on them five years later, and it was like, yeah, they ended mm -hmm. unceremoniously, and everyone hated the ending, and I was like, yep. yeah, like, it, it's like, uh, it's like Game of Thrones, where, like, at some point, you have to get out, at some point, the signs are obvious that this, that this is a fucking shit show train wreck garbage can, so I, I was watching all these YouTube videos about, like, uh, ARGs, and, like, all, the most interesting ones ended up being, like, at the end of the reveal, it turns out that it was an advertisement for a movie that didn't meet his fucking Kickstarter goal. Um, you know, like there, there was a yeah. really great one that I liked um, uh, of like this this woman who like she, she she her son died. Right. Her son died. And she like tried to revive him as a as a tulpa, which is a, a oh. an, an Indonesian or, or Tibetan concept, which is a, a thought form, something that you think into existence, 
right? Um, oh, oh, a thought form. I heard a thought form, and I'm like, ooh, no, new streamer? No, a thought form, not a thought form. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but basically, um, so, so, like, the whole thing was that, like, apparently they found her dead in a rocking chair, uh, clutching a, a, a doll she made of her dead son and, like, an altar mm-hmm. to her son with some Sanskrit writing. And then they had this really convincing police, like, investigation, like, soundbite, right? Like, one of those soundbites that's like, Yes, uh, time, time of death uh, was uh, this, and, um, <coughs> importantly, woman been dead, done dead for months. Like, you know, it was one of those... Okay, boom hour. Like, 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 you know what I mean? Where, like, you can tell it was just a cop, like, rattling off facts that he had. Um, yeah. And then there was a website to investigate this murder. And, like, immediately you play a clip by the by the lead investigator, like, Francesca Santiago. And I was like, that's a character name. And then she's, like, the worst actor ever. And she's like, I couldn't, I just couldn't get over this mystery I had to find. And I was like, this is a fucking actor. Fuck off. Like, and then and then it turns out it was for a movie called Thought Form. And it, it only, and its, it's Kickstarter budget was $10,000. And it only made 2,000 of those dollars. Jesus. Yeah, because here's the problem is that when your ARG is that, like, deep, you know what I mean? When your ARG yeah. is at that level, people are like, fuck, I don't know what this, like, I don't know what this is, you know? Like, I, I, I really think that, like, and, and I love marketing. I, You know me, I'm capitalism's biggest fan, Sam Kingma. I love marketing. I love all this bullshit. I think an ARG is an absolute awful way to market literally fucking anything. Here's because the problem is that your ARG was always going to be more interesting than your actual product. Most likely, yeah. For for, for the people that would get into the ARG, because that's a specific group of people, the ARG is going to be way more interesting than whatever you're going to sell. So you're better off advertising to other people. The The only one that people liked was I Love Bees, the Halo 2 ARG. Yeah, and and I mean there was you know there was some interesting like ARGs uh, that that like because you had like Marble Hornets right Marble yeah. Hornets is like it's an it's an ARG where that's a story driven ARG um, yeah and that's interesting because the content is actually good but then you have these ARGs that are like for these fucking trash stories written by like f- fucking losers <laughs> who suck. Who who are terrible at their fucking job, and like all all the hints are like are are like blurry camera footage, and you decode it, and then there's a message that's like the Bible is not real or some shit like that, you know? Israel is not a legitimate state. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself, and it's like, oh my god, I spent 19 hours decoding that. And it, and that was the message, dude. What if it turned out that the Jeffrey Epstein Island was an ARG, dude? Dude, I was just I was just thinking, what if we what if we turned the whole Jeffrey Epstein brain in the robot suit lore we got going on? What if we turned that into a greater ARG? It's, here's the thing, no one with is, the Bone King, the Bone, king. the Bone King in Socialist Sands. Yeah, here's yeah. the problem is that there are so few comedic ARGs. All the ARGs are like deadly serious like investigative things and i want like the series of unfortunate events of args where it's like it's a little spooky it's a mystery but it's also very fucking funny you know what i mean hold hold, that's hold on let's take a let's take a slight pause for a second so so i i think i read maybe like a fourth of the first book and i have not seen any of the adaptations uh, of of series of unfortunate events that's funny 
there it's it's darkly humorous. I mean, there's a reason that Neil Patrick Harris and Jim Carrey were were, were added for these adaptations because they're evil, but they're comedic actors. Okay, Count Olaf is is not a villain; he's a buffoon, and he's like full of himself, and he doesn't he he doesn't he's not smart, and like all of his well, like, he's foiled multiple times by these fucking kids. Like, yeah, exactly, <laughs> and and like all of his disguises are like paper thin. It's literally like he wears sunglasses, and no one recognizes him. Like it's unambiguously a comedy. That shit's really funny. That's really fucking. Funny. It's unambiguously a comedy. Because you look from the outset about these fucking orphans who lost their parents in a fire and they got to go live live with this fucking asshole and they can't get a fucking break. Again, it's a series of unfortunate events. Doesn't sound like a fucking great comedy time, but maybe. Yeah. So we need to have like a series of unfortunate events ARG with Jeffrey Epstein's brain in a robot suit. The, well, the problem is that th- that joke is a quote from someone else. So we might have to like come up with new lore. But yeah, well, also like socialist Sands is like <laughs> it's questionable at best. Yeah, I mean, he's an he's like he, he's like you know someone he's like he's like our fan character, right? He's yeah. like our Undertale OC. He's, yeah, he's he's Steven after not surviving. <laughs> yeah, no. So we we'd have to we'd have to like alter everything from like the Bone King to like the Humor King. <laughs> crap like that the rib king it's a word they're like they're like the stand name rewrites it's yeah. like <laughs> it's not jeffrey epstein's brain a robot suit it's jeffrey epstein's heart in a robot suit it's it's it's, it's <laughs> J- joffrey g-e-r-o <laughs> joffrey 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 um joffrey epstein <laughs> Joffrey Epstein. Joffrey Epstein's brain in a robot <laughs> in an android's body in, in an, an android, android suit. suit. Yeah. Uh, and then and then it's yeah, it's it's um <laughs> the rib king, the skull king. The, the rib I really like the rib king. The rib I really king, like yeah. the, the the rib king and socialist skeleton. <laughs> yeah, those are our, our knockoff. <laughs> our knockoff character. Yeah, and and it's like, man, this ARG sucks in the manga adaptation and the podcast adaptation. They use the real names. <laughs> we 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 have blurry footage of you and like a balaclava. Like, hello, I am the leader of the resistance against socialist skeleton. For years, we have been following socialist skeleton to achieve the most coveted prize: Miles's PC. Miles' PC contains the phone calls that we need to bust Ubisoft for their sedition in America. Yeah. I, the, the only shit I laugh at is, like, our stupidity. Like, that's literally it. Yeah, and that's mostly just because... And that's mostly because that, like... And this was this this for the fucking real real ones out there, the real crackheads out there. A majority of the conversations we have on this show are just rehash shit we've talked about the week prior, yeah. <laughs> like in DMs. Yeah. And so so I feel like a lot of this a lot of this show is fucking in jokes. I mean, we talked about the Bone King for half the fucking episode, <laughs> and that's a joke from a month ago, uh, or like three weeks ago. Yeah. And, Not and, a joke. It's, we, a, it's a real historical event. Very sad, but <laughs> yeah, very, yeah, very, tra- very tragic. When the bo- when when Jeffrey Epstein defeated Joe Biden in the in the ladder match, <laughs> the shoots the, and ladder match, the shoots and ladders match. And that's the problem. This is the problem. Is like is is that we think we are so fucking funny and we're not. Um, but this oh, has been the oh, most. Here's like, the difference. I just I want to I want to make it clear because I I am a person you can tell by listening to like any episode of the show. I am a person who just loves to laugh it fills me with so much joy to chuckle and, and to burn out laughter dude i let me love tell you something it. i i am a human being 
loves when his bladder isn't full. I love when I'm not desperate to pee. <laughs> and, and I love it when, when I am not starving or dehydrated. I mean, I just love these things. <laughs> That's uh, that's what the fuck came out of your mouth, Sam. Is like the most obvious fucking thing. Like, isn't it really fun to laugh? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me, Sam? That's the insight you bring to the show. I bring intelligence. All right, I'm the brains of the operation. Not wrong. You're the Jeffrey Brain and Robot Suit. I, yeah, I am Joffrey Joffrey Epstein. Joffrey Epstein's brain in an android. In an android. <laughs> it's not. Funny, dude. It's not funny, and it is. It's so fucking funny. And 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 I'll, this is, I want to make it clear though that I acknowledge. I acknowledge that ninety percent of my antics are fucking stupid. They're dumb. They're fucking dumb. But I still make myself laugh anyways. Because I just, I just, I'm just. I want to feel humor. I want to be funny. I want to laugh. So I'm gonna do it, even if it's at stupid stuff. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing, Sam. We have to we have to make an ARG. Oh, here's what we have to do. We have to make an ARG out of out of laugh try not to laugh challenges. You yeah. know what I mean? We of are, course, that's yeah. our that's our ARG, a cursed try not to laugh challenge, okay? Where where if you laugh, you something bad happens. You know, there's a secret mm-hmm. government that wants to, you know, a secret government organization that wants to destroy wants to the ban concept laughter. of laughter. Yeah, it wants to wants to end laughter itself, and 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 then there's the there's the freedom fighters who are like comedians, like stand up terrible stand up hat <laughs> comics, right? You know, I like the idea of it, like the the, the the shadow organization's like, like some fucking Scooby Doo monster, and yeah. it's like, and they capture him, and it's like, let's see who you really are, <gasps> Democrats. How could it be you? <laughs> you wanted culture? to end laughter? Yeah. What? Cancel culture? I knew it was you. <laughs> and I would have canceled comedy too if it wasn't for you meddling ARG players. It'll be like Night Trap, okay? Like we'll have yeah. the same presentation as Night Trap. Where where it's like where it's like, don't worry, we're sending our best agent. Who's our best agent? You! That's right, <laughs> you, the viewer. Your job is to infiltrate the ranks of the anti-comedy league. <laughs> no, wait, no, okay, they're, they're die uh, hard man. Yeah, die, yeah, die hard man. Uh, what, uh, okay, so it's got. I, I have something that I. It's got to be the Comedy Central like equivalent. Like it's got to be a CC, but it's it's an anti-comedy league, right? Could be some like could, it could be some like comedic complaints or comedy complaints. People yeah, co- yeah, the jokes. comedic complaints board. Um, right, Sam. This is Die Hardman. I need you. <laughs> I need you to go and infiltrate the comedic complaints uh, d- department and, uh, and deliver them this L. Yeah, <laughs> deliver deliver them this L. We're counting on you, Sam. The entire concept of laughter it depends on you, Sam. Hangs in the balance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I well, something I recently learned apparently is that is that Death Stranding is actually a V darling, which I was shocked by. I'm not. I mean, they like Kojima, right? No, I'm. Well, I don't know. It's hard to say because they all hated MGS Five. Like collectively, everyone hated MGS Five on V. Um, and and there was a period of time where they were like, "Yeah, Kojima's a fucking hack. He sucks. He's never been good. It was always Fukushima." Like, and that that narrative spread around. Which, by the way, I I don't want to get too much into it because I I have other channels in which I could speak about this that I should reserve some of these for mm-hmm. wink wink. But 
That is the biggest fucking cope in the universe, dude. That would be like like trying to say that there was someone else buying Star Wars. It was like, no, it dude, just got I hate it. Oh, this shit, dude, this shit makes me so mad. And it, and as cancel culture is becoming more and more prevalent, or as the the general concept, I think cancel culture is kind of a boogeyman. But but that's neither here nor there for the for the content of this show. Yeah. The the, the point the point being is that like as 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 the idea of canceling creators has become something that is the norm. Yeah, yeah, as as become prevalent in that sense, or on Twitter, on Twitter specifically. Oh yeah, on Twitter. I don't and, think it. And in I don't think it. Ma- it does not matter in reality. No. In the slightest, unless you actually did something really bad that would require you to go to fucking prison, in which case you're you're in jail. Um. So, but regardless, um, the, I'm like so over the the people being like, oh this oh this creator I like is like. It's bad now, and I can't like this thing. Oh, it was this person all along who was good, and it's like it's like we. I'm sorry, I just am not in the fucking market to erase people's existence because I don't like they did something bad or they were they did something illegal. The 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 Kojima thing the Kojima thing is very much like a a causality thing where they're like, well, Fukushima was not credited on MGS4. That was the game where things started to suck. He was probably the guy who was doing everything. Um, and yeah. in reality, it's just because I think Hideo Kojima is just a very different creator today than he was before. You know, that happens. I mean, it's a, it's a whole whole monologue by Sick Boy from Trainspotting. This, this whole idea. I mean, it happened to David Bowie. Happens to musicians all the time. Like, they just are, they just stop being the creator you like at certain points. And like, dude, that's, I, I, it happened to fucking Quentin Tarantino. Like, you know, his, his yeah. focus shifted entirely. He's doing like, Movies with almost like no fucking comedy sometimes, you know, or like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was a comedy more or less like he, he's just doing different shit. He just does whatever he wants. That's why I like Tarantino. Well, because like, like, his first four movies were these very slick, stylish, like action focused, very contemporary postmodern films. And then around. Oh, yeah, no, Reservoir Dogs is like my actual favorite movie. Well, and then and then like around Inglorious Bastards, his interests seem to be historical films. Uh, film. Yeah, because then yeah. we get Bastards, Django, which is and in the South. Eight. Yeah. And Hateful Eight, yeah. Um, which is at, uh, after the, and re- during Reconstruction, after the Civil War. Yeah. So, and, and, and Once Upon a Time. And even Once Upon a Time, to some yeah. extent, is yeah. Uh, uh, Manson Murders. Yeah, so so now that's sort of his, his interest now. And, you know, and he's just yeah. different. Like, if you're like, man, I really miss when he did things that took place in a modern setting. Like, he's a different creator now. Sorry. Um, and that happens, you know, Shigeru, it happened to Shigeru Miyamoto, it happens, it happens to everyone, pretty much, or everyone who's worked this long, they just, eventually they just shift priorities, or something changes in them, or maybe they just lose touch. Yeah, it sucks. This literally, it's like, this, this literally happened to me with, like, one of of my favorite creators, like, they, they radically kind of changed their, no, no. No, it did not, happen not to Charlie XCX, though. It did happen to Charlie XCX, although it, it, it's weird because she changed her shit every album. Like she, she did something well, different every album. In which, general, yeah, yeah. That's that's my. I mean, we've talked about it on the show. Like this is my main. Oh, we have disconnect yeah. with most yeah. musicians. Like is I, you know, I get in on an album and then I listen to another album or a new album and it's something and it's a completely different tone, mood, vibe. This is why I fell out with Brockhampton was because I really like Saturation Three because it was a really fun. It was a really fun, upbeat album that also had some like pretty, pretty serious stuff that I really connected with. Because if you want, if you want me to connect with your serious shit, have shit that's fun and that can get me in the door, and then I'm gonna be more likely to care about your serious shit. 
That's why I connected with Denzel Curry, because he talked about playing N64, and it's like, th- see, I can relate to this now. I can relate to you now, because I also played N64 once, uh, you know? <laughs> you know? You know what? I got an ad from Spotify, because I, I listen to a lot of songs, and when I'm in a mood, I, I've been in a mood recently, Sam. What kind of music have you listened to in your current mood? Because I've also been in a mood, too. My mood recently has been fucking pop-punk emo, right? Oh, okay. So I, All right. I actually, I, do- I dove into MCR recently. Right, I like I I I went in. I was is like, this you know your what? first? Bi- is this your first big deep dive? Or are you already familiar with them? No, I'm I, like this was my first big deep dive. Cause normally, cause of course I heard Black Parade and I was like, this is a good song. You know, mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, it's it's epic. It's interesting. Um, but I I heard the end and dead back to back, and I was like, what the fuck? This is sick. You know, like dead is like actually one of the most like energetic fucking songs I've ever heard. It's like fucking great. Um, and, and the lyrics are so, like, mean and, like, sardonic. Um, it, it, the, the lyric is, have you heard the news that you're dead? No one ever had much nice to say. I think they never liked you anyway. And I was like, this is so (laughs) fucking good. Um, so, but, but I've also been listening to the best era of Fall Out Boy, which is 2003 Fall Out Boy, Take This to Your Grave. And to some extent, I like 2005 and 2007 Fall Out Boy. I, th- I think that... Uh, what, what album is a Thanks for the Memories on? That's like the only Fall Out Boy on like, High. Re- that's 2007. Seven. Okay, that's what I thought. That that adds up. I, 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 I like, really fucking I love I like Infinity on High. Like, I, I just... I, the problem with Infinity on High is it's got a bunch of good songs, but it's not a good album, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, no, I'm 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 with you there, dude. There's a lot of albums I think are like that. Yeah, but but so so and then I think Fall Out Boy is the biggest example of like these are just creators that are making things you don't like anymore because I think that their their new music is fucking heinous. I think they're genuinely an awful fucking band now. Um, so Spotify was like, Fall Out Boy, are you a fan? And I was like, that's a loaded question. <laughs> That's so you a got big one fu- hour. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "That's a loaded fucking question you've just asked me." So I've, I've been listening to some real like like emo heaters, and and, and the thing is, it's like all, all these like upbeat like mo- a lot of also upbeat like songs about existential crises. Like I'm not listening to like the like some of the the more somber like MCR Infinity on High song. I'm not listening to fucking Helena, right? Like I'm listening yeah. to like Dead because that that shit is like a party. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Goldfinger Superman. That I'm listening to. Oh that fuck that yeah, song, fuck that song. I fucking hits. like Goldfinger, dude. Superman's so good. I also, I think we spoke about this literally last week, or I was talking to someone completely unrelated about Goldfinger. I fucking love their rendition of '99 Red Balloons. Oh yeah, it's fucking sick. Did you see the? Fucking love it. Did you see the that they did a, a recording of it in quarantine? They like no. got back together. Oh my god, you have to watch it. They're, they still got it, dude. I'm telling you, like, they still got it. Dude, speaking of someone who still fucking got it, I have an incredible uh, YouTube channel uh, recommendation for you. Okay. Um, and have you heard of the uh, YouTube channel Archipel? Yeah, of course. I know them. They they do those great, like, documentaries. Yeah, they do. They Yeah, I got introduced to them because uh, Segabits um, tweeted about... They did a uh, piece on Takanobu Mitsuyoshi, who who is, is the do 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 Daytona. That guy, yeah, that guy, the voice of Sega. What an incredible video, dude! And they got him to record shit in the Sega studio, and that man can still fucking sing, dude. Every every 
like three years, a clip of him surfaces of him doing one of the songs from Daytona. And it's like, man, this guy, how is this guy still good? He's so fucking good. And he's still working at Sega. All these years later, it's a fucking great video. Please watch this documentary. You know what? It's like 20 minutes. You know what pissed me off a couple months ago? This pissed me off a couple months ago. Is that apparently Hideki Naganuma applied to Nintendo to do music for them. He's applied twice. And they turned him away because they're like, yeah, we don't have any music that fits your resume. We don't, we don't have any projects that, that would be a good fit for you. Because when, when, did he, when did he apply? Um, I think he tried to apply around the time of Splatoon 2. And people oh, are cool, like, okay, because I was about to say, what the actual fuck? Have you, uh, because people, I'm sorry, but he does not fucking fit Splatoon. His music he is, so, no, his music is hip hop. His music is, is like fucking five pillars of hip hop ass, remix ass hip hop. And Splatoon is based early on, primarily it's based on, uh, metal, uh, or not metal, but like, like rock, you know, like, like classic J rock. And then for Splatoon 2, it's based primarily on ska. My my thing is this is like Naganuma is a very very versatile musician. He, and he I gotta is, be honest, but he is. But at the same time, his portfolio doesn't demonstrate that. Yeah, that's 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 fair enough. I mean, I feel like because I have a lot to say about like the like because I replayed Jet Set Radio Future um a couple months ago. Like at the start of quarantine, I I got an emulator and it just so happened to be one of the thirteen games that fully was playable on it. So I ran through the whole game 100%. A great fucking game. A top 10 in my book. It's incredible. And But I one of the things I forgot is how much the other artists, like the Latch Bros, like all the Beastie Boys, like remixes and stuff, the other artists, like 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 uh, Scape at Wax and the, the chick that sings Birthday Cake, I forgot how much the other non-Naganuma tracks added to the overall OST. Like, I, I think... Like Naganuma sets the foundation, and all that other shit diversifies the the track list in Jetsu Radio Future to be like an incredible piece, like two hour album. It's like yeah. awesome. But I fucking a, love it. The part that bugged me was like people were making it a whole scandal. Like Nintendo, why won't you hire Naganuma? And it's like because they're not just because he's famous. They're not fucking obliged to give him a fucking game. You know? Yeah, and, and also like so so he's doing the music for bomb rush cyberpunk and i think he's doing a majority of the the um tracks which i'm excited for because he has not had a fucking like he has not done the music for a game since sonic fucking rush yeah in 2005 he's done he's done a track for a game you know like but he's no, never done he knows, the okay music. so he, he's done a couple so here's the thing so he's done he did two songs for the anime air under his alias which he is did like lethal league blaze that was, he, that was so before Lethal League Blaze, he did two tracks on the game Hover, which was the first Jet Set Radio revival. I played 30 minutes of it. That game kind of fucking sucks. Uh, and the tracks he did are okay. He did Heaven Forever, which is fine, and then another one, which I don't even remember. Um, and they were okay. And then he did Ain't Nothing Like a Funky Beat for Blaze, and that's one of his, like, that's a top five song of his, I think. But honestly, I think, dude, most of his best songs come from fucking Ollie King, dude. Have you listened to any of his tracks from Ollie King? No. It's fucking incredible. Ollie King's a game, by the way, that I, I, the, I, there's no game captured footage of this fucking game because it was an arcade only game and it and it had like a Tony Hawk ride kind of skateboard. It was like a skateboarding game, but from the the look, from like the little bit of gameplay I could see on a really shitty camcorder from 2004. 
It looks like the game had a very similar art style to Jetsu Radio. I think it was made by Smile, but the same team. And, like, something jazzy for your mind is, like, an incredible fucking, like, beat that uses that samples, uh, that uses the same sample as, um, Windmill Isle from, uh, Sonic Unleashed. Then there's also the technopathic 80s pop remix that he did, which is, I think, his best song. It's, like, six fucking minutes. It's, like, a bit slow. It's, like, a bit slower rendition of technopathic, and I'm, like, this is fucking incredible what a great composer holy shit one of my one of my absolute favorites i think as far as like music goes he really like his music really fundamentally changed like my whole like my whole interest in music like my whole fundamental like what i like like what the music i'm listening to right now sam you said the same thing five times because i played jet set radio future dude i the thing, the thing that I like, the thing that has, that I enjoy, what, what I intake as something that brings me satisfaction, the, the, the thing that, that I, I appreciate, the thing that, that, that I It's called emphasis. It's called what? emphasis, dude. It's called it's emphasis, not emphasis and hyperbole. It's your brain, I revel in it. Your brain is misfiring in real time. What are you? Oh, we're thirty-three episodes. And you're just bringing this shit up now. No, have you listened to literally? Happened. Have you listened to five minutes of fucking Hatsune Miku's Crackhouse before, Miles? Have you actually listened to this show? I sound like a fucking babbling idiot, thirty-five percent of the time, bare minimum an episode. The amount of word salad I spit is unreal. Sometimes I can't even edit it because it's so fucking bad. I'm like, I, I, there ain't, there is not no way out of this. I'll be sitting down, I'll be sitting down Thursday morning, an hour before the show's about to go up. Sorry, it's been late past couple weeks. It's been a been a rough, it's been a busy time for me. Anyways, I, I'll be listening to me talk about not about whatever about some me fucking not jerking off or whatever, <laughs> and I'll be like, so the so the thing is, and then I'll like I'll start I'll start a point. Say, fuck that point. That was dumb. I'm going to switch my point mid-halfway st- sentence. And I, and I like, double speak all the time. I'll say something and I'll say it again immediately afterwards. I fucking hate it. It drives me up the fucking wall. What, what is my quirk? As a, as a, what, is, what is my quirk for, uh, for the crack house? You consistently, after you finish a point, you go, um, like a second after. Oh, and it's yeah, always yeah. funny because a half of, 75% of the time, just though, because, because, okay. So for those who don't know, a little inside baseball, for those who don't know, we record over Google Hangouts and there's about a one to one and a half, two second delay between what I say and what Miles actually hears. So when I go in the editing bay and an audition to actually edit the show, I have to keep out for this because so I don't sound like an asshole for constantly cutting off miles at the end of a sentences. Um, and there's a lot of times where I'll start a point and I'll say, or there's so many times where I'll say, yeah, and you'll say, um, at the exact same time. Like, it'll be perfectly <laughs> synced up. Oh, my God. And I'm sure there's I'm sure there's like four or five, at least in those. But here's the deal. You sound fucking coherent on the show because editing out a um a second after you finish your point is extremely easy. Or sometimes you'll take a second to like, or you'll be, you'll be saying something and you'll be making a point and then you'll stop and go and be like, yeah, it's like, um, and then continue forward. That's easy. The word salad I'm spitting out is impossible. So I look like I got an IQ of fucking negative 55 over here every fucking week. Oh, speaking of negative 55 IQ, Sam, this reminded me of something, because I was going to make a joke. This is the most, wor- this is the worst segue of all time. I'm just going to put this out there. I have an enemy. I have a new enemy, Sam. 
Oh, God, another enemy stand. Yada, yada, does he? Jesus two Christ, in a dude. week, Sam. We got two enemies. Because um, I was going to say, your your brain has been eaten by worms. You have a hole in your brain. It's been eaten by worms. And it reminded me of the worst piece of literature I think I've seen in a long fucking time. Hit me with it. What is it? So I went back to r slash no sleep, a nightmare realm from which I can't wake up, ironically. Um, but <laughs> it's like... It's like being in a nightmare you can't wake up from. Wake up from. <laughs> but the nightmare is that people are upvoting and highly rating terrible, terrible works by these amateur authors who suck. And 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 occasionally you'll get something on R slash no sleep that is whatever the literary include um whatever is the literary equivalent of Kino or Ludo. Okay. Whatever that is. We'll call it Rido. Um <laughs> what was that? What was that second one you said after Kino Mudo? Ludo, which is Ludo. interactive, which is uh, games. I, 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 but I, I just can we just this is all just this use Kino for everything? Yeah, no, I'm fine with with using Kino for everything, but it is funny to try and come up with with a, a version of a Ludo. I like Rido. Rido's really like fucking funny, bro. It's it's good Rido. Um, but like so. So, and, like, you have Search and Rescue Woods. That was an r slash no sleep story. Aged very well. Um, but I think creepypastas are the worst thing to happen to the planet since coronavirus. All right. Because, uh, and I'm sorry, frequent listener Ben. I know you're listening. I think I think Abandoned by <laughs> Disney is the worst fucking piece of literature of all time. It sucks. Um, what What is this? Abandoned by Disney. Do you know what this is? No, I actually have, I genuinely have no idea. So creepypastas are the worst thing to happen <laughs> since coronavirus, as I've said. And I stand okay. by this because every time I, I describe a creepypasta to someone, it's the stupidest idea you've ever fucking heard. Uh, executed mediocrely, right? All right. So, so Abandoned by Disney is someone explores an abandoned island resort called Mowgli's Palace, which is not real. He made it up. Okay. And it's based on the Pleasure Island Resort that got abandoned, I think, or something like that, um, by Disney. So so he investigates it, and he finds an inverted colored Mickey Mouse costume in the basement. And the, and the costume says, hey, want to see me take off my head? And he removes his head, and he starts bleeding yellow blood. And like oh, no. the scary oh, thing, it's on. like a photo negative. And, and oh, let the, me guess, did he have hyper-realistic eyes? I bet that was one of the fucking descriptors. One well, of so the then, 70 descriptors. So, th so then the other thing is that apparently the mascots are also possessed. And there are ghosts of Disney fans who have gas masks of the Disney characters because they died uh, in, a, in a bomb shelter, right? They died in a bomb shelter under the park. And then they covered it up by filling it with cement. Um, and then apparently there was an, a monster, and then it ends with a revelation right out of Bloodborne, where thoughts and ideas, the concept of making dreams come true also involves nightmares. Uh, this and, is dumb. And an entity can bring dreams and nightmares to life, and Disney, the corporation of Disney, has been bringing to, together so many dreams that the nightmare monster is now getting more and more powerful, and our reader, or our, our writer... Has has exposed them to to everyone, and now the world is doomed. And I'm like, this is. I actually garbage. fucking hate this. I actually yeah. fucking hate this. This is it, dumb. But but 
But it's like, the premise is just so stupid. So I read the worst creepypasta ever. Ironically enough, it was the second place in a creepypasta writing contest on the site. Now, I read mm-hmm. I read the, the first place winner. And the first place winner, very original. It wasn't a great horror story, but it was called My Sleep Paralysis Demon is Actually a Pretty Chill Guy. That sounds like a kind of, that sounds kind of funny. <laughs> well, it's, like it's, a- it's I, I think the word chill makes it sound like funny. I think it was if it was a really nice guy. Yes, yeah. because because the story is kind of a drama and it, and it's more of a tragedy than anything else. Uh, the, her sleep paralysis demon is like, I eat a bit of your soul every time I visit you. But the thing is, he's a nice mm-hmm. guy and he's like, I don't eat that much of your soul. And he's like, imagine an ocean. Uh, you're on the beach and the ocean, uh, you know, is vast and it rains and it refills. And I only drink what I need of the ocean. I could never drink a whole ocean. I'm not like that. Um, mm-hmm. and, and he would be like, the more that you dream of me and the more that you imagine of me, the the better, you know, whatever. So like she was scared of him at first and she drew a picture of him, but she ran out of blue crayon or black crayon. So she gave him brown legs. Um, okay. and he na- had brown legs in her next drawing and he said, thank you. I really like my new legs. Like, uh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she like drew him with a pair of jeans on and he's like, I look good in pants. Don't you think, you know? And, and so mm-hmm. he's a, he's a very sweet monster despite his yeah. appearance. And he explains the world of like sleep paralysis demons is real. And there are worse demons who will hollow you out and they'll drink your entire soul. But um, it's fucking dark souls. Yeah. So, so then, go so now. then the thing is, is that her mom becomes like a drug addict, I think. And their dad dies and all these things. And like, so, so she the 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 lesson is she ends up almost ODing in a hospital, mm-hmm. right? Because she's doing like meth or heroin yeah. or one of the drugs. She's doing a drug. We know about drugs at the crack house. Um, <laughs> yes, we do. She's doing drug with needle. That's all I know. I think that that's the heroin one. Um, <laughs> drug with needle. <laughs> she's doing drug with needle. Um, and so and and the little twist is that it's to the like, right you can find drug for nose. <laughs> And on the left, drug for dr- drug with needle. Yeah, drug with needle, drug for nose, and drug in paper. So, so um, drug for smoke. Uh, so, so the the sleep paralysis demon is like she she sees her soul and it's been dried up. It's a desert, and she goes, "I thought you said that you weren't gonna drink my soul." And he was like, "No, you did this to yourself. You you have you have ruined your own life. You have killed your enthusiasm for life. You, like." There's nothing but a desert here because you have mm-hmm. let yourself decline this far. Um, yeah. And she starts to turn into a sleep paralysis demon. So luckily, he he gives her some of her soul back to, like, revive herself, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, take this and start your life again and, and revive yourself. Um, and so she does and she cleans up her life. And it's, it's, a, it's a tragedy where her sleep paralysis demon lifts her out of her own, like, you know, whatever. And it's like, that's a really oh, okay. sweet. It's, it's, it almost had like a children's story kind of element to it. Where it's like the monster in your closet is actually a really great guy. Um, yeah, that's and I was the like, fucking this is plot clever. of Monsters, Inc. Yeah, it's called Monsters, Inc. I was like, this is clever and this is sweet. And, and, and it wasn't written like that well. It had some really cheesy moments. But I was like, but they're going for it. It's so sincere and it's, it's, a, it's a unique original idea. Um, yeah. Not quite a horror story, but you know what? I will take that. It was nice and very chilling. And you and can like, also, and I also too, like based on your description, I can tell like this, this seems like th- this, this piece of, of art or, this, you know, the story seems like. The, the the woman who wrote it, like, really, or the guy who wrote it, I'm the not guy really who wrote sure. it, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, like, it seems like he probably really dealt with sleep paralysis, and this was some way with, with kind of, not maybe not coping is the right word, but sort of dealing with this process and thought. Yeah, or, or um, at the very least, he, he was able to kind of recognize, like, what sleep paralysis is like, and he, and he kind of made a story about the idea of, like, what if your sleep paralysis demon, you know, was actually just a, a part of you and wanted to help. Yeah, um, and, and I mean, was, that's kind very... of what I mean, that's what I did with, with my insomnia, my insomnia documentary. Was I was like I'm just gonna make a video about this. Yeah, you make and it smart. Explain and it, what and it, I do. Like explain what 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 I do in an evening. And and it was it was nice. Like it had a happy ending. You know, like it just yeah. It ended with a really sweet little line um, about how he came back and he's like, uh, the ocean is returned. You know, or something like that. Yeah. That, that that she's turned her life around and he he's proud of her. Her sleep paralysis demon. It's yeah. it's cute. I liked it. Yeah. Um, but the second one on the other the hand. second one. <laughs> The second one was called My Husband Has Taken Role Play Too Far. Oh! <laughs> and, and let me tell you something, Sam. There's nothing I like more on this podcast than recounting Drek. I love it. I live for it. So, it was an interesting story, and, and it had a very interesting direction. And because I'm Miles, a, a, a gigabrain genius, um, I, <laughs> I, <laughs> he's giving me this face. Um, I'm giving you the face, the Sam Kingma, the, the, the Sam, Sam Kingma. I can't believe we're adding this shit again, face. Yeah, but um, <laughs> but uh, I so the story had a really obvious thing, which is the 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 role playing husband was like, I want to be treated like a little, and this is a real thing. A little is a real thing. Um, you probably I'm heard I'm, of them, I'm right? vaguely familiar. This is your secret fetish, right? No, it's not my secret fetish, Sam. Um. <laughs> Be, so being a little, so I do, I do know enough about this. So a little is a person who they're like some a child, people, right? Like a okay, so so basically, like it's sort of like a way for them to like recover energy and like like kind of escape, you know, stress. I'm gonna pull up the Urban Dictionary while you're talking about this. So so basically, being a, being a little is is like imagining that you're a younger child and kind of treating yourself as one and surrounding yourself with childish childish things as a way to kind of like rejuvenate a little bit it's it's a uh, i have like a fucking short little fucking essay here on the urban dick don't um, read it. A, don't fucking read it don't read it sam i just i just want to read the it just says a little is someone that acts acts younger than they really are so like that that's basically it well so so a little a little is a is a is a space though it's a space that you enter and exit it's called little space right um where, where, like, I, I think it's like supposed it's to be a, like a, like it's a fucking special zone in Sonic. Oh, you entered little space. Yeah, little zone, Act One. What? Um, little space zone, little planet, man. Hey, that yeah, little, little, planet, little planet. That's little freedom. Freedom. little freedom planet zone. exits little space over Never Lake. Yeah. Um. But uh, the whole idea is it's it's sort of like a headspace, you know? Like there's a moment yeah. where you're like, hey, I'm just gonna be a little baby for a bit. And and uh, and it'll, it'll I'm recharging my batteries, you know. Okay. That's my understanding of what. Littles I don't know why you just don't play video games, but okay. <laughs> That's what I do. That's why I'm not a fucking little. Cause I don't need to do this shit. I play games. I mean, some and I feel people, better. some people, w some people could 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 and do argue that games are for children, and that by participating oh, in are playing we games, little we are being we little, games, dude. dude? <laughs> fucking maybe, dude. We're all in little space, but but yeah, like that's a thing where they they might actively like they'll own a stuffed animal or like they might like watch a children's cartoon. Like little space is like a whole thing, you know. Yeah, uh, and it's it's sort of like a mental 
It's it's a mental space you put yourself in for a little bit. Fuck, I'm getting kind of nervous now, dude. Occasionally, I'll turn on Cartoon Network. I, I'm getting fucking worried Yeah, but worried that's so you now. can be mad. That's so you can be mad at it. That's so I can be disappointed at the arid wasteland that is CN. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the it's the girl's soul from the sleep paralysis story. They've dried up Cartoon Network's soul, dude. Um, anyways, littles, we've explained enough. So. Basically, the the wife is like, well, my husband and I have had a dead bedroom for a while. Uh, he, you know, we're we're distant, so sure, I'll indulge him a bit. And it's not sexual. He just like basically, she was like, I started by packing him lunches to go to work, um, in a paper bag, and I gave him like an apple and a sandwich, like a peanut butter sandwich and a juice box, and like that was his whole little thing. And then little, uh, and then my mom makes my dad's lunch. Is what the fuck? <laughs> Well, so so it was, it was like she wrote like her she wrote mom on the front and like crap like that. Oh, okay. You know? All right. Yeah. All right. So it, and so like she would let him watch a cartoon, she would kiss him on the cheek instead of on the lips, like little 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 things. Little stuff like that. Exactly, yeah. And so but the thing is that he actually started to regress in age as this happened until he became a baby. <laughs> and I said to myself, I was like that's a you could do a really good like weird horror story about age regression. Your fucking husband yeah. becomes a baby, you know, and That's like, and you can strange, do it. Yeah, yeah, you can do it in a psychological way because there's this there's this great paragraph about how she's like he just smelled like spoiled milk and all and like all these things, and I was like, oh, so he's sort of like a like a gross like decrepit baby. Maybe he's got a fucked up face or something like that, you know. And and mm-hmm. it's a it's more of a psychological horror, right, or like a yeah. a surreal horror because it is kind of a scary story. What if you walked into your mom's bedroom? If you do that, I guess. And she was a fucking baby, you know? That would yeah, be terrifying. Yeah, pretty weird. Or, like, every day... So you, he you only your... becomes the child during... The, when he's in little space? No, no, he it happens permanently over time. Oh, wow, He starts okay. getting shorter and all these things. But then there's this weird thing of, like, her... She, she doesn't recognize time. She, like, isn't sure how many days, months, or years have gone by. And then the baby is himself, like, a super strong, super powerful baby... Um, and he kills a mailman at one point by dragging him through a floorboard. See, this is going too far. Oh, like, we're I, still I'm not going. Lie. I was kind of, we're still I was going. Kinda in for, dude, I was kind of in for like a minute there. Yeah, I'm me like, too. Oh, okay, I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I was what into happened? It too. So then, but the, here's the thing: the entire second half is too long, and there's like seven fight scenes with the baby. Um, what? <laughs> Did you say fucking fight scene? There's a fight scene with the baby. Like it's so, fucking rush hour. Fucking <laughs> yes. fight. Well, there's a fight scene. There's a fight scene. At one point, like she, he throws like a plate at her, like all this shit. And like he, like the, the mailman has a fight with the baby, but the baby kills him. And he tries to kill a little girl who entered their, their, their yard. Um, and she protects him. And then he has this really scary line that goes nowhere where he goes, I'm going to crawl inside you. And I thought, okay, what's going to happen? Is this going to be like Mpreg horror? Like, like, a you know, like he's going to return to her womb and she's going to birth this baby, you know, her yeah. husband. And that would be like really Ugh. weird, creepy, what a, what a creepy. Horror. Yeah. Yeah. That is creepy. It's a genuinely freaky idea. And, and I was thinking, I was like, this is clever. It's, it's a, it's essentially a, a horror story about like baby fetishism. Because there's all these baby fetishes, like little space can be a baby fetish, and there's this thing called like empreg or not empreg, like like unbirth or like reverse birth or whatever, where people go back in the womb. It's like a whole fetish, and it's gross yeah. and weird to people like you and me. So you turn that into a horror scenario, you know? Like that's interesting. 
I agree, and yeah. Maybe sensational to the people who are into this, but I don't give a fuck. It, it's a good, scary idea. Hey, hey man, you know what? Here, here's my thing about sensationalism. Everybody gets it, dude. Yeah, like everybody gets it. We love video games. The whole game, like, like everyone, everyone who's not into video games, interpretation of a gamer, some fucking fat ass slob in his fucking room podcasting on a or, or a serial crack killer. House. Yeah, or or like or a serial a killer, killer or, or like you know everyone on, on, online or whatever who thinks this is like a neckbeard. Everyone is is a everyone who's a journalist will do anything for the news. You know, shit like it's fucking everything. Yeah, everything's insane. get over yourselves. Not that um, important. Yeah, so so I was like, fuck it, whatever. It's a good, scary idea. But he doesn't crawl inside her. She kills the baby, right? All right. She kills the baby in a in a combat scenario. Uh, and by the way, let me just say up front that the fight scenes with the baby are about the entire length of his transformation. Like, literally okay. half of the story is spent with him as a baby, and he's not scary anymore. And, and so he kills, she kills him, and then it turns out that... that he becomes his old man self, his like adult self after she kills him. Um, but then she burns down the house and like moves away. But then she's arrested for it. Uh, and then here's where it goes completely off the fucking rails. Okay, here's where it goes completely insane. So in the last paragraph, more or less, they were like, yeah, so the police couldn't find any evidence of my husband existing. The little girl he attacked apparently saw my husband as a bearded man wearing baby clothing. Um, and the body they found was the body of an adult male, but they had no record of my husband ever existing. And then I got a CAT scan, and it turns out that I have holes in my brain that look make me look like a dementia patient, so they say I'm crazy. Um, and then it ends with the following line. She goes, <clears throat> but at least I'm away from him, or should I say it? He tried very hard to pretend he was a human. And I was like, okay, okay, wait a sec, wait a sec. So she's insane, the baby's an eldritch monster, and 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 he was also uh, an old man the whole time, but he wasn't really human, but she has holes in her brain, so she's crazy. But th this is in the last paragraph, it's like parody. They just lost their fucking mind in the last fucking second of the story. Run her up! What can I say? All I'm saying is, I don't, I don't read online fiction. The only piece of online fiction I genuinely love is, like, Metroid High. Just for how fucking insanely stupid it is. Oh, it's great. With fucking Principal Gunpei Yokoi. <laughs> it's fucking fantastic. <laughs> and fucking Samus bones Wrigley and get Ridley and gets pregnant. <laughs> and she also, she also contracts a fucking STD. The the cholera, that's what they call it. They, she contracts the cholera. Not cholera, the cholera. <laughs> Isn't it pronounced cholera? Isn't it pronounced cholera? No, 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 not in this piece, not in no, this piece of fiction. Cholera in this one. Cholera. And then, and then, and then there's a self-insert, but the problem is the self-insert character is not named, like, Roxy or some shit. It's named, her name's their username, which is 111 Ridley forever 2006 Like... <laughs> So every time you read it, it's like, it also, this character is the most too cool for school, can't be fucked to deal with anything. So in the chapter two, they're all hanging out around, they're playing spin the bottle and playing dumb games, her and all her fucking made up OC characters that are just herself, in, her friend insert characters. And like, it'll be like, oh yeah, T1 like was going to go do this. And everyone laughed except for 111 Samus Ridley Forever 2006, who was too busy listening to Green Day on her iPod. Like, that's a real fucking line. 
<laughs> she was and let's not forget, like, Kraid is a school bully. That's what Kraid fucking devolved into. The problem the problem I have with this is we don't know what era of Metroid it is, so it's Kraid giant or no, is no, he so this small? One, okay, so, no, so this was... So her name is 111 Samus Ridley Farber 2006. I recently, I, I, this is on my mind because I looked this up last week when I was really high. The first, um... Did I ever tell you the time that I read uh, Metroid High? Completely sober. Fuck you, fuck you! I'm not going there, asshole. I... Because the first time I read it, I was fucking sober. Which I wasn't. Because that shit's fucked up. And, and, and it's just like... So I think it came out in 2008. I think the whole thing ran from 2000, like 2007 to 2008. And then there was a special release in like early 2009. About one of the side OC side characters called Tijuan Fusion, which I have no idea what that's about. Um, I did not read the lore there. Uh, but yeah, there's a un uh, there's a censored and uncensored uh, uh, chapter in which that's when Samson really have sex, uh, and that's really fucking funny. Like that's really fucking funny because you think about Ridley for a fucking second, and he's a big ass fucking dragon, purple dragon, which probably a twenty inch fucking dong has to wrap it around his body like a fucking Saiyan tail. Shit's disgusting. We should definitely do a uh, do a reading of Metroid. High. You know, people need to we, know. About I was this. just gonna suggest that. Do I'm like, the... uh, yeah, I'm definitely done. Maybe for like a, a, a maybe if we want to do like a, a special crack house special, we can do a full reading, and it'll be like seven hours because it's it's not that long. It's only eight chapters. It's only eight chapters because I I just so literally my introduction to this fucking piece of fan fiction because again I don't tr- I don't peruse these boards at all. Was I I was an old Let's player I followed. He just happened to, I, I think the, the piece got read during a speedrunning event or something like that, that he was someone involved with. And he's like, people, more people need to know about this. I need to make sure people know about this. So he did a full reading with commentary of the whole piece. And it's, and it's fucking, it's great. It's a good listen. Um, I'd love to do that. And I remember my, Metroid High is also the, the, what led me to finding my immortal, thanks to you. Because yes. I remember I shared Metroid High with you, and then you're like, now I got something for you. You like Harry Potter? I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, do I get the fucking piece for you? We got My Immortal, which is incredible. Yeah, my, immortal, masterpiece. my Immortal actually has the first appearance of Morty from Rick and Morty as well. <laughs> that, is, that is actually true. Okay, so all the characters have, like, fake names. They have, like, all, like, all the Harry Potter characters have, like, made-up names. So, like, like, Harry's called, like, Vampire for some reason. Is Ron Morty? No, so, Morty so just there actually character? is a Morty McFly <laughs> who comes back in time in his delorean. Oh, that's right! That's right at the end of it! <laughs> that's right at the end of this fucking, at the end of this unfinished epic. There's oh, did time you, Did you travel. hear the longest piece of literature ever got dethroned? The Smash Brothers? Yes, it got dethroned by a Loud House fan fiction. No! Yes! All right, hold on. Let let's stop J- just so people, because just so people can understand my surprise at, at, at this. The previous longest running piece of fiction ever was it was called Super. It, what was the the brawl? It was a brawl. It was specifically yeah, a brawl I, I wouldn't know what it is, what it was called. It, it was called like Super Smash Brothers Brawl something. Uh, and <laughs> that was running. <laughs> it was literally on, called Super on. Smash Brothers Brawl something. Hold on, Super Smash Brothers longest fan fiction. Here we go. The Subspace Emissaries World Conquest. That's what it's called. 
That actually might be good, too. Maybe I should read that. It, wow. In 2013, BuzzFeed News, meet the college junior behind the longest fan fiction ever. Nah, brah. And then in, and then in July 7, 2017, uh, on the Smash Bros. Wiki, as of right now, the Subspace Emissaries World Conquest is... Oh! What? Hold on. What is it being surpassed by? Wait, is this is this it? So, according... seven year, Three years ago, it seems that it was surpassed by a Kantai collection fanfic? It seems that Kantai collection is the new Toho these days. Not that that's bad. But I took a look at one game and, like, what? Just stop reading. Just stop reading. This is clearly a comment. I know, it was, I was reading some, no, I was reading the author's note on the, oh. the, the piece of fanfiction that apparently became the longest after World's Conquest in 2017. But so you're telling me it's a fucking Loud House, because Loud House is only two or three years old, right? Uh, let me look up when The Loud House came out. It can't be more, it can't be older than 2017, right? The Loud House came out in May of 2016. Okay, May of, okay, 2016, that's fine. Same, same month as Doom. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Met, Loud House longest fan fiction. The longest form of literature ever written was dethroned August 17th, 2020. And it was called The Loud House Revamped. Wow, okay, thanks. So, so like, what, what, what is the contents of The Loud House Revamped? Like, is it just the loud, like, is it just more adventures of the loud family? Uh, loud House Revamped, uh, there are no details about it that I, I found from my basic Google search. Um... So, yeah, the longest piece of fanfic ever is uh, Loud House Revamped. Um, let's Loud House Revamped Chapter 1. Uh, let's see what we're looking at. Okay, there are... Lord have mercy! 12... Uh, 1,247 chapters! So, that's... Hold on. There are 365 days in a year, right? Yes. Oh and it's my been god, going these are long. These three are Three and long. a half years. What'd you say the number was? 1,247. And Dude. it started being published on... Last update an hour ago! Dude, okay, so I just did the math. I just did the math. The author writes a chapter a day. Yes, okay. They could okay. be an incredible light novel writer. I don't know why they're writing this fucking loud and how loud house fanfic. They have the fucking they have the worth ethic to write like original fan like light novels. They could make money. They could make so, a ton of money with how much they write. The amount of words is seven million two hundred and seventy six thousand seven hundred and sixty two. Fuck. This Fuck. is my version of the loud house where I moved to Royal Woods, Michigan. When I move to Michigan and meet the loud kids, the entirety of the universe will change. The entirety of the universe. Okay, shooting big. Will change forever. Get ready, evil. Justice has many brand new faces. The universe. Now, yes. That's it. That's it. The stop button. That's it. The stop <laughs> spell. Stop. We haven't had to hit. We haven't hit. We haven't had to hit the stop in a while. But but let's take a second. Let's stop. Let's let's just reel back for just a moment. So let me ask you this, Miles. How many episodes of Loud House have you seen, if any, at all? I've seen, like, five. I've also seen about five. I've seen the, the gay episode. <laughs> I've seen the episode with, with Clyde's parents, where they're gay, because it was for school. I saw an episode 
uh, about they got a job at a gas station. I think. What? When, wait, hold on. When, when you say the gay episode, is it, it, it? Is there an episode about his friend's parents being gay? Because no, I they saw just an episode. Gay. They just where, are gay. okay. Because I saw an episode where he just goes hangs out with them and he gets treated really well. At, at yeah, his that's friend's the episode. House. That's the episode. Yes. Okay. So we saw the exact same thing. Because yeah. I was like. I was like, what a fucking sign of relief. Oh my god, a gay couple on a fucking show, and I don't have to fucking hear about it, dude. Yeah, it Shit, was nice. Man. It was really This nice. fucking rules. Um, but I don't remember them fighting evil. That's the point I'm trying to make here. I don't remember them fighting fucking evil in the Loud House. This isn't well, Danny Phantom. This isn't fucking, like, what? So, let me see. The final line is, the universe now has a bunch of new champions. Self-insert OC story. Crossover with other shows later on. Mixed genres. Multi-crossover. Harem later on. Oh, no. Bro. Alright, hold on. Alright, we gotta, we gotta see what these crossovers no, no, are. No, 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 We gotta see what these crossovers are. I, um, I hope it crosses over with L.A. Noir. That's, that's my favorite cross. Oh, that's my favorite fanfic crossover is when anything teams up with L.A. Noir. So, I'm gonna read some of these. I'm gonna read some of these reviews. Okay. Um, oh, I guess it ended today. Maybe. No, no, it didn't. No way. No, it didn't. No way. Never mind. Yeah. Um, oh, this is... Oh, my God. So, uh, General Arakita the 14th says, These climactic chapters, as I have dubbed them, are awesome. It would be fun to see all those evil Sasuke's get wrecked again. <laughs> Me. There is one reason why you lost, Nekrafa. Just one reason. You really pissed us off. There's a JoJo, JoJo reference! reference! Yeah! Let's go. We did it! 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 Ladies and gentlemen, we came full circle. We fucking did it! We fucking did it! We completed it! We completed the fucking full mile run! We completed it! We did it! We did it! We did it! That's right, folks! You got it all! We got stopping! We have Sam being a fucking idiot! We have Miles getting pissed off! We have a JoJo reference! And we didn't even make it ourselves! God bless the United States of America! God bless- Funny Valentine! Let's get the fuck out of here! (laughs) Wait, hang on, hang on. I want to read some more reviews. I gotta read some more reviews. Okay. Okay. Hang on. All right. This is a nice summary. Okay. I'm going to read this. We're going to get everything that we need. Oh, man. It's finally over. The big bad of the Mysticons is finally dead. Awesome job on this chapter. You all in Team Loud Phoenix Storm and the Masters of Evil have defeated and destroyed the evil queen of the underworld, Necrofa, in a final showdown that decided the fate of the world. Not only that, but you guys hold on, also hold destroyed. Hold on, can you, can you read? Hold on, I'm sorry. Can you read that that previous sentence one more time about the 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 team beating the villain of the underworld? Can you just read that sentence for me one more time? I want to make sure I heard that right. You all in Team Loud Phoenix Storm and the Masters of Evil, who I guess have teamed up, have defeated why and did destroyed. The, why did the Masters of Evil team up with you, the good guy? Do you know anything about stories, Sam? When there is an evil bigger than both of you, you team up. This That's happened, what happened in Sonic Adventure 2, so Sonic I Sonic Adventure so. 2, Kirby right back at ya, okay? Super Mario, uh, paper, Super Paper Mario, fucking, um, Dragon Ball with the Broly yeah, movie. Yeah, Dragon Ball's a big one. The Broly movie, and Piccolo, and, you know, all of 
Z's fucking Piccolo crazy. becomes friend in the first episode of Z though, basically. I mean the well, but, but they team maybe, up to the fifth. The, yeah. The fifth well, episode probably. But they they team up to defeat the or to defeat yeah. the uh, you know, whatever because he specifically Broke, yeah. says I right. can't conquer the world if if it's destroyed so I'm teaming up with you guys. You know, it happens. It happens all the time. You know, villain greater than you, you join up forces. Uh some some JoJo Part 7 spoilers that happens at one point. So, you know, it happens. It happens That's all funny. The time. So, That's yeah. really so, funny. So Necrof, I mean, she's the queen of the underworld. Necrof. Okay. Necrof. Uh, is yeah. that a real like Greek character? I'm gonna look up Necrofa. All right, because it sounds that sounds like a that sounds like a character. It also Necrofa, sounds fucking totally yeah, made up. Necrofa is from the Mysticons, which is I guess another series. Yeah, it's another series, I suppose. Um, and he, she's a Lich Queen. Okay, so dude, I I gotta be honest with you, dude. I genuinely love these kinds of full crossovers. I don't give a fuck. I'm adding in whatever the fuck I want. I don't care. Oh, trust me. I don't you, give a you, shit. I'm skimming ahead. I'm skimming ahead, and you gotta know. You gotta know who else is in this crossover. Who? Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Who, who else? Okay. So, <clears throat> in a final showdown on the side of the fate of the, the world. Not only that, but you guys also destroyed the Tricks, Voltor, Darkar, Queen Beryl, Phobos, Nerissa, and the Doom and the Gloom Girls. Team Loud, Phoenix Storm's most dangerous enemies of the past, and you also fought and defeated Kimra, another enemy of the Mysticon. So this is all Mysticon stuff. Captured her, okay. and after stripping her of her powers, you threw her in the Neptune prison for traitors. Plus, Necrofa was no match for you when you transformed into the super angel Ebonwu Phoenix 1 million, 100 million form and that caused the Lich to form excruciating pain from your power and thanks to all working together Necrofa was destroyed forever and in the end Necrofa, the Trix, Valtor, Darkhar, Queen Beryl, Phobos, Nerissa and the Doom and Gloom Girls were super high kaid hakaid from existence and those users of dark magic were banished to the warp for all eternity. Exile of the fourth dimension is what they say. Yeah. Finally, <laughs> after thousands of thousands of years of pain and suffering, Necrofa, the queen of the underworld, is finally dead. And she, along with Team Loud Phoenix Storm's most dangerous enemies, have all been silenced forever. And the war was won. And the universe has been saved once more. I can't wait for the next chapter tomorrow. And in this one, you guys are going to face all the evil versions of Sasuke you guys have killed over the years. And you're right. Because... Because of what you guys did to them over the years in the simulator, they're going to be majorly pissed when they face you and Team Loud Phoenix Storm, along with the Masters of Evil. And Eli is definitely going to rip them all apart when he faces them. If these evil, arrogant monsters do return for revenge, you better call Vipra and the, the rest of the Masters of Evil to help out in tearing those pricks apart. And once they are high kied, they'll be sent to the warp for eternity for the crimes they've committed against the Hidden Leaf Village, thus cleansing hell of their vile presence forever. And before you guys went after Necrofa and your dangerous enemies' crimes you've committed- oh wait, from the past, you also resurrected Reginald Bane, 
and was corrupted who was corrupted by Necrofa's dark power and was turned into Dreadbane. And from the time Necrofa was destroyed, he'd help like the Mysticons. The villain? I don't know. He'd help the Mysticons <laughs> in defeating her, but at the cost of his own life. Plus, when he was Reginald the Bane, he worked ag- alongside the royal families of old. And from what the info told me, it seems like he's a family friend to the royal families of old, especially when he addressed Arkina as princess. And now he's going to be the new member of the Redemption Squad. <laughs> the Redemption Squad. I wish we were a video show because I was making many faces because I could not express my feelings with words about what was read. So it seems like all of this is is Mysticon shit. So I, I had to look it up. Mysticons is a Canadian animated TV show. Okay. That's it. It looks like a fucking Canadian anime TV show. It's from 2017, though. Oh, apparently oh still Oh, my running. God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Listen to this team up. So they also reference JoJo again. So Okay. There's only Based. one reason why you lost Diablo, Orochimaru, Skull Kid, and Dobby. Let's run that back. Let's run that back one more time, please. The rogues Dia- gallery here. Diablo, Orochimaru, Skull Kid, and Dobby. Dobby from My Hero. Oh, okay. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Awesome. I like that you did another Land Before Time Adventures featuring our hero. Huzzah! The dinos have found food and water and have... uh, The Land Before Time! The Land Before Time, Dan, or (laughs) Samuel. No, 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 not the Land Before Time! Good to see Nico back in the team, and nice to see Mega Mom and Destructo Dad make an appearance. I wish Chad used the same method when he defeated his parents by quitting stuffs that he is part of, but their beatdown is still enjoyable. I guess that's a Fairly Odd Parents reference, I think. Okay. Um, if I remember correctly. I, I just... I love this shit, man. Wait, this Mega- sh- this this sounds fucking incredible, honestly. I, I think I remember like no meme. I think I remember Mega Mom and Destructo Dad. No, they were from K- Kids Next Door. I remember this now. I remember. This yeah, now. I was like, I'm like, that sounds super familiar. Yes. So Nico is in this. I don't know which Nico. There's been enough Nikos. Um. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of fucking Nikos, I guess. Time for us to meet Overwatch. Keep up the good work. Okay. That's that's just okay. This is great. I want to. I want to make this clear that I think. I think that what's it called? Loud House. Uh, Loud House Revenge. Rising. Loud House. Re- <laughs> Loud House Rising. <laughs> Loud House Rising Revengeance. Well, there's a, there's a lot of JoJo reference in this apparently. Actually, yeah, it seems like, like it might just be one guy. There's been one commenter so far who has continued to fucking make the same JoJo reference, which is there's only reason why why you lost to Mallory. Just one reason. You really pissed us off. And get ready, Bill Cipher. From Gravity Falls, we're coming for you. Oh man, dude! There's this only is... one reason why you lost, Scarecrow. Probably from Batman. Okay, hang on, hang on. All right, all right. One more, one more. Okay, Jonathan Crane, aka Scarecrow. Awesome jobs, you guys. We need another dodgeball co- that dodgeball competition against the Masters of Evil. <laughs> but then you guys had to deal with monsters that Ed had seen when he binge-watched those horror movies on Ed, Ed, and Eddie episode Boo-Ha-Ha. And as a result, he saw the kids as monsters and beat them up. 
but Lincoln <laughs> blasted them, and when it was revealed that Double D, that they re- were only a manifestation created by fear gas, it could only mean one thing. It meant that Jonathan Crane, a.k.a. Scarecrow, has returned from the dead. Man, dude, this just makes me, we, we, we do not, we cannot fucking do this on this show, but, or not, not this week anyways, we're fucking out, we're fucking out of time, dude, but, but I, I need to remind me maybe next week I'll go over, like, some general plot ideas I had for, for Kingma's crowded house, which yes. basically is just this, but with the shit I like. <laughs> the Kingma's house revamped. King Kingmas 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 Crowded House. Revamp. So here's, here's what we're gonna do next week. You're gonna bring us ideas for the Kingmas Crowded House show, right? Oh, I already and have I, a bunch. I already have like fifty ideas, and I will write the revamped version. <laughs> All right, bet episode thirty-four. That'll be that. Then that'll get be ready. That. We'll do that. Get get ready. Will we forget? Probably. Maybe not, though. Definitely. Anyways. This was a this was a wild one. This was a fucking wild one. I really kind of want to read this now. I really want to like take a deep dive and I want to see how 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 far this goes because th- there's we got a lot of context just from that one comment about the about the dodgeball against the masters of evil. Also, what what is it? What is it? the masters of evil? Right, that's the the name. The that's a great evil, villain yeah. name. Yeah, it's a great villain. Also, also the Doom and Gloom girls. I also really like that. Doom and Gloom girls are, is fucking Kino, dude. That's a great name. I, I actually, I, unironically, this might be my jam. We'll see. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be funny if I came on next week and I was like, I read the Loud House Revamp. Guys, let me tell you, Heater. Heater, it's good. It's good. It's, it's, it's good. That's my review. <laughs> good night, everybody. <laughs> Anime thighs when she opened up so wide, I got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight, I just really want to pipe. Oh my gosh, she got the big ass titty, she's only five. Anime thighs when she opened up so wide I got a twinkle in my eye Asian pussy is so tight I just really wanna pipe Oh my gosh she got them big ass titties She's only fine Ay. Bitch I'm bout to fuck this cutie So I whip out my katana And I knock this little bitch out With just one hit like I'm Saitama Why you act like you retarded Like little bitch I don't want drama I still hit when she says no Don't understand what she don't wanna A Sword fighting with my penis Like I'm in a fucking dojo All these bitches want me Like my name was fucking Jojo Asian penis is too tiny Like it was a no show Bitch don't watch your coochie Watch anime with the bros Say though. with my motherfucking bitch I might pull up Give those thighs a little motherfucking kiss And man if you talking shit Tell Ryuk you on a list Yeah your sister is my groupie She take this anime Dick. Okay, okay, like little bitch, I don't care if that fat ass is too deep. Score a bounty on that pussy, you can call me Spike Lee. Putting out fire, getting ice, bitch, I'm Todoroki. And if you got some shit to say, then you can say it to me. Anime thighs, when she opened up so wide, I got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight, I just really wanna pipe. Oh my gosh, she got them big.